Hello, this is Darren. And this is Paige. And this is Where's, Where's the, the lemonade? lemonade? Where we talk about what happens when life throws you lemons. Make some lemonade? Uh, maybe. Some weeks it's lemon squares. Yeah, some weeks it's just lemons. Yeah. <laughs> On today's episode... Selfishness in marriage. Me, 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 me. That's correct. <laughs> Okay, first off, thank you, honey, for putting together uh, all the research on our topic today. No problem. That's because I'm not selfish. No. I think she's <laughs> trying to tell me something today. No, I, when you asked me to come up with a topic for our episode, I was struggling. And I came across some articles about, you know, uh, issues in marriage. And one of the issues that seems to plague a lot of marriage is being selfish. Are you selfish in your marriage? How do you deal with someone that's selfish in marriage? So, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. So I, th- I think the first premise uh, that um, you read like two or three articles and then we're going to have a quiz at the end. Don't, don't, don't stop the podcast early. There's a quiz at the end. You all have to take with us. A good one. Bring your spouse in for the quiz. It'd be a good one. But one, the the key aspect um, that it talked about was that we are all by, kind of born selfish. Are I mean that's just almost like a instinct, right? A natural instinct care of ourselves. And it's about me and feeding myself or taking care of myself or how am I going to spend my time? And once you meet someone. That starts to have to you know, change that. It can't just be about me. Well, and I think it starts as little kids, right? I mean, we're worried about eating. We're worried about playing. We're worried. And our parents are teaching us how to share and how to be kind to others. And then I remember when we first started dating. Yes. It, I think it's funny because when we first started dating, my whole world was, well, I had just gone through a divorce and all that. So my world was trying to figure things out. And then you come into my life and all of a sudden selfishness went out the door because I couldn't sleep. I just wanted to talk to you all the time. Yes. Well, our selfishness was already out the door. Parents, there's not a lot of selfishness uh, going on. So maybe the selfishness was I wanted to spend time with you instead of with right, yes. the kids during yeah. the day, right? Right. Yeah. It, that's, that's a problem when you're uh, single and you have kids and you meet someone new and you start to feel guilty for spending time with someone new instead of spending time with kids and you feel I'm being selfish, giving the kids more attention. So that's why we decided just to get married. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's stop all the selfishness, just get married, and then we don't have to deal with any of that. Well, I guess that is kind of what selfish in some respect, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, yes, after, after you start connecting with someone, and then you get engaged, you get married, your eyes change to we's. At least they should, right? Meaning that, that so, yeah, it should turn to we's, but... If you've been the one making all the money decisions for a while because you're single or, hey, what am I going to eat? What am I going to do? I don't have to check with anyone. I can just do whatever I want. When you get married, all that changes. Yes. Well, at least it should. 
Well, yeah, well, it should, yeah. <laughs> it should. And, you know, changing the I to we is harder for some than others. I mean, I think I, it was pretty easy. I was happy to let you make the money. I was happy to quit my job. <laughs> See how unselfish I am? <laughs> okay. I was happy to let yeah. you have that burden and uh, take it off of myself. But, yeah, so, but no, sometimes it is harder for some than others to, because it's also a control thing. Um, I think selfishness has a close connection to control. Well, don't um, you want to have some control over Of course. Of course you do. But you have to now bring someone else into the decisions that you're making. You have to share that control. Yes, exactly. So, okay. So, obvious signs of selfish behavior. So, these are obvious signs, right? So, it's all about you. What's all about you? Everything. All the time. Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so another obvious sign is that you think you are better than your spouse. Ooh. But what if you are? <laughs> oh my gosh. Honey. That's oh, no. terrible. <laughs> that's awful. What if you are? Oh my goodness. Then you shouldn't be married to that person. I, if that's I guess how not. you think. Yeah. You should not be married to that person. If you're like, well, I clearly am better than you, then don't marry that person, please. <laughs> well, can't you be better at some things than your spouse? Yes. Yes. But, but what you're but you're talking about just general, I'm just yes, better in everything right. than yes, you. Yes, yeah. I'm a I'm just a better person than you. Yeah. Um controlling, like I said, I think selfishness all kind of um that you don't want to give or share. Obvious I give or share. Okay, I'm trying to think what. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give up or get, oh, let you, oh, share my car. Share your oh, car. Share you your go. money. Share, right? Oh, like, gotcha. share the home. Share the responsibilities, right? I mean, a lot of sharing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, um, will not compromise. That's rough. If you've, you're in a relationship where there's no compromise. That's that's actually that's really. Bad. You know what? I think that's especially difficult for a second marriage because um, it may be that in your first marriage that oh I did compromise and look and see what happened. Right. right? Because yeah. I mean we're told hey you've got to get through this and then right oh I did all the compromising in the last marriage if that's the case right and then see what happened it just fell apart anyway right yeah. so you can say that about anything though. After you're right, you can say, well, yeah. so, but yes, I can see where you're coming. Well, I just think it's probably harder for someone force to actually, hey, well, you know, right. I've got to compromise. You know, I didn't think about that, that after you've been through a marriage and you're divorced, actually, you, you want to think more about yourself. You want to be more controlling. You want, you yeah, know because I mean? see what happened when I did. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. right. I I relied on somebody else, and they yeah. and they yeah, that's true. Didn't come through for me, or whatever that's the true. case may be. Yeah. Um. Another obvious sign: blame your spouse for everything that goes wrong. I've seen yeah, that. That's I've a, seen that. That's a tough. That is a tough one. That's, well, it's never your fault. Right. Right. Yep. Never my fault. Um. All you know. That's rough. Um, forgiving is difficult. Uh, think well, that, I well, can, well, that one's an interesting one because if you're blaming everyone for everything, 
And then you're also not forgiving. Yeah. That's a lonely. That's a very lonely, lies. lonely world. So I'm just wondering why, why did they say that? Why did they say that forgiving other, not forgiving others is selfish? I don't know. Well, I mean, do you think that's true? That not forgiving others is selfish. I never, I guess I never thought of it that way, right? Like, I don't forgive you. But that, I guess that is kind of selfish, right? Like, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to release you from, you know, even though maybe you did something and you've apologized and that what they mean, right? I'm going to be selfish and not forgive you. I'm going to have this hanging over your head always. Yeah, but it's so counterintuitive because doesn't really affect the other person at all. It does. It does. You if you think so? if, if you're hanging something, if you won't. Oh, if you're constantly yes. hanging it over their head. Right. Okay. It's like, remember when you did this? Remember when you did uh, this? Right. I got you. I thought, that like, kind of thing. I'm not going to forgive you. I'll never talk to you again. All right. Yay. Great. <laughs> Once again, that's a very difficult uh, relationship <laughs> if that's happening. Um, okay. Think that your spouse's feelings matter less than yours. Ooh. Well, if you don't have any feelings, then you shouldn't be married. You have really come up with a lot of reasons, but you should not be married if you have no feelings. Well, you're constantly telling me to suppress my feelings. Because you have so many. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not feelingless. All you right. are, I get it now. You I have an it. overabundance of feelings. I'm still trying to learn. <laughs> but I don't feel like, I don't think that your feelings matter less than mine. You just have more than mine. <laughs> Oh, a, I can't wait till we take the there, quiz. This is going to be fun. There should be a limit. Like you can only have like, you know, 10 feelings today. You know, there should be like, okay, you're capped out. Stop with the feelings. And then the last one is competing. Ooh, I have seen this. I have seen couples that compete with each other. And we've talked about this on the show. Um, it can be, you know what? It's a, it's a natural feeling to feel, oh, your, your spouse went. We talked about it on the girls trip. Oh, your spouse went and had this great time, and you're like, well, I'm going to go have a great time. Right. Or I'm on a business trip, and I get to go to a concert or something on my business trip, and you'd say, well, I'm going to go on one, too. About two, too, right? That's kind of competition. Yeah. But sometimes that's okay. Like, you, well, you yeah. when you came back, I had gone to lunch with friends, and you said, well, I'm going to go out to lunch with friends, even though you never do that. Right? I know, but it was good that I did. <laughs> exactly. I was just say, some, I, well, sometimes it, it can be good. Yeah, in that case, I don't think it was jealousy or selfishness. No. I was like, man, you're making strong connections. I need to do the same too. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't really competing. No, it was, I was yeah. learning. It was an observation. Yeah. Gotcha. That's how I'm going to couch it. Okay. Observation. No. Com All right. Harmful effects of selfishness. So some harmful effects of selfishness, it can create hurt feelings and resentment. This be true. Uh, communication issues, arguing, prevent, prevents you from thinking the best about you. Well, if you're always better than your spouse. Right. I'm better than you. I'm, yeah. You don't make any good decisions, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I can see yep. that. Doesn't build trust and your marriage will be stagnant. Oh, I don't think, I don't think marriages become stagnant. I think they're either progressing or de declining. Declining, yeah, that's the right word. Uh, you know what? You might be right about that. I mean, when you if, feel when you when you say like, "Oh, I'm we're in a rut," that 
That's actually declining. I think it's declining, yeah. yeah. I never thought of that. Be responsible and admit you are selfish. Let's start with that. Okay. I'm selfish. My name is Darren and I am selfish. <laughs> you need help. Darren. I've been selfless for, you know, five minutes. Yeah. So that's the first step into overcoming selfishness is admitting it, being responsible, giving it to a higher power. Well, I think what's interesting about this one is just the recognition is is a big first. Right. Saying, you know what? Maybe I'm being a little selfish. Only looking out for myself. Instead of looking out spouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Okay, what's the next one? Communicate with your spouse about your selfish behavior. Ooh. Find a balance where you can compromise and take turns on who gets to pick. So I I understand that one. So you communicate with your spouse. So you say, listen, every time we go out to eat, I pick. And that's not fair. So we're gonna start, you know. You pick this time and I pick next. So, oh, so I like what you're saying there. Instead of just me coming to you and saying, I'm a selfish pig. Right. I, I, I recognize I'm selfish. I want to change. Instead, you come and say, you know what? I've been choosing all the time. I want to change that. I, I want your input. Or, or is that yeah, I think that it's, patronizing? I think, no, I think, it's, I think it's better to be more specific. Instead of just saying, hey, guess what? I'm selfish. Just letting you know. Um, but I think when you come with something specific, right? Like, Hey, you know, I realize that I've been, you know, con- controlling this or controlling that or always choosing this. And I want to, want to make sure that you're, you're having input. Okay. I, I like that. That's a good. Yeah. So you always joke that I always pick. You don't care, but you really don't care. I really don't care. And that can be frustrating for the person who's always picking because you feel like, I'm picking every time. So I'm making you selfish. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I see what you're saying, though. If you're always relinquishing decision-making, yes, that is a type of selfishness as well. Right. However, when you do have done that, you never, like say we, then I pick a restaurant and it's terrible. You have, you have never, ever said, well, you didn't do great. I'm picking that. You've never done that. You've never blamed me for any. I, Choice. there's very few restaurants. But do you know what I mean? You, if, if I do no, make I a know decision. What, yeah, you, if you chose something else, right? Besides yes. food, right? That yes, yeah, we whatever it did. might be. Yes, we're, we're pretty good at not blaming each Well, know, and that goes yeah. up into one of those selfish traits, right? What's the point in blaming someone? Right. Yes. We both experienced it together. Right. Yeah. All right, changing your mindset. This is start thinking as we, not I. And asking yourself, is this what is best for both of us? Rather, best for us. You have to have that mindset. Okay. This ties into the episode of This Is Us. It was, it was the argument between uh, Toby and... Oh, Kate. Kate. And they were both being selfish. They were. They both. Could. And it doesn't matter which side you pick of those two. They were both being selfish yes. because they were saying, this is what's important to me. 
Yeah. And said that this is what's important. Yes, it, it literally, literally, that's what they did. They need to come be with me here or you need to, or I'm staying here and doing this. Like they were not willing. No, not at all. And I thought it was hilarious. They both twisted it like, well, this is what's best for us. Right. Yes. And threw the kids in the middle of that. Right. Guess what? That's yeah. selfish. And now you're leveraging the kids to reinforce right. your selfishness. And I thought it was brilliant writing yeah, it um, was. on that because it really showed a conundrum now. Now they're stuck. Right. Um, because they're both being selfish. And, well, is it okay to then just give up? So that's a big question I have. What do yeah. you think? Well, we talked about this after it was done when this, this episode, he, her husband got a job in another town, right? Like, several hours away and he loves his job she's she's set with the kids you know back in her town and she has a job and she has a job and they have a blind son who's in a great school and is you know knows their house and but he her husband is doing his job and he feels great about his job for the first time it's giving him self-worth and i asked you i said so what do you think we could do and you said I would get enough. Jobs said, come and go. Yeah. You said I would get a job in, try at least, right? Right. Try to find another job in the town that we lived in. It's like they have an extenuating circumstance. They have a blind child, right? But there's great schools in his new town that he was at yes. too. And they could have yeah. moved too. And I think that she was actually on the fence of maybe I will move here and be with him until he said... He mandated it. He, ma he said, you are moving here. This is what's best for our family. You are going to come here. And she went, ah. Well, it, it was not a just one conversation. This yes. is a conversation that for several months, right? right? Yep. So I think a lot of couples run into the same. Right. And it starts when you start putting yourself above your spouse. And I didn't say family. on Right. Yeah. The number one person should be your spouse, not your kids. It should be your spouse. Because if you and your spouse can figure it out together, kids, come along. Right? For sure. It. So, yeah. So, that was, that was tough to watch. And we could see both sides of yes, that. Yes, we could see both. But then when you think about it, they were both not compromising. Now, the next, the next um, thing on our list here to overcoming it is patient. Yes, patient, patient. It, if you're selfish, that's not going to change overnight. If you're working on yourself, if your spouse is selfish, that's not going to change overnight. Oh, but wait, just a second, though. What point is it patience or being a doormat? Got to figure that out. I don't think I can sit here and say... Well, when this happens, well, you know what I mean? Like, I think each situation is, you have to make sure that you're being heard. Um, and not like, listen to me! Because I feel like that never goes. I always know, I was talking to my friend the other day about, we had been talking about, you and I had met in our early 20s. Would we have gotten together? 
And I asked you this question and you said you didn't think we would. Do you, oh, do you I thought you meant teens, but early 20s, probably the same. Yes, because yeah. you said you, you thought that I would have scared you. You would. You. Um, our personalities have, have both have strong personalities. We have, have strong opinions. Um, so we might, but I don't know. I don't know if we could have worked that out then. Who knows? But a good, really good quality we both have is both are not afraid to apologize. Both very forgiving. Which doesn't always go with strong personalities, but I think that we are really well, good at that. And, and maybe when we were younger, we wouldn't have right. been so amenable to apologize. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I think the older I've gotten, the uh, more I know I'm not right. Right. I know. I, exactly. That I have a lot more to learn. The so. older that I've gotten, I've realized you're not right. You've got a lot to learn. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I can't wait to take that quiz at the end. This is going to be fun. I mean, look, I'm being patient. Well, you are being patient, but uh, the next one on our on our thing is don't blame your spouse for everything that they do. Who should I blame them then for the things that you I don't do? Know. You're a team. So if I mess up, it's your fault too. Dang it! No, I actually agree with this. Right? If if you decide to move somewhere. Right? You've both decided together to move somewhere and that move ended up being a disaster. Do not place the blame on a person. And we're, we're very, I think we're very yeah. good at that. I mean, hey, this is what we chose together. It didn't work out. So what if, what if we move somewhere that I had to move for work or, hey, maybe I said, hey, I just want to move somewhere different. Right. Whatever. And you didn't feel like that was the right thing to do. You were being patient and quiet and say anything. I'm not a, I told you. I wouldn't do that. I so mean, you just figure it out after that? Yeah. So, you know what? Let's, to me, we made, we made a mistake. Yes, we made a mistake. To me, I don't understand that. Gotcha. Instead of, you made a mistake. Yes. It's, there's no good that can come of that. Like, you, 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 that there's no good that can come. Move forward, made a mistake. Let's, Okay, I like this last one. The last okay. one I think is probably the best one to overcome selfishness, and that is serving your spouse. So when I saw that one in this article, and it said serve your spouse, I went, oh my goodness, how many people are going to go, that is so degrading to serve my spouse. No, that just is, the opposite. That is so not true. It's so not true. Degrading to serve spouse. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to dish up their dinner every night or their socks on like wait wait those are options you <laughs> no see he doesn't even know those are options <laughs> um it doesn't have to be like that you're not a servant but you are showing love it is showing love all right to so let's give some examples okay. then of how to serve your well so it, i like it in the article it says to think about when you think about serving your spouse how can i help my spouse today what can I do to make their day a little easier today? Ooh. So you can start with today. You don't have to be like, in life, you don't have no, to be no, that no, philosophical. No. I, I like today. This, I like this really small, it's the day-to-day yes. -day things yep. that you do. So what can I do today to help my spouse out, right? Think, think small. And so what happens if uh, you do these things, these small little things every day, and you're feeling like your spouse it for rough hard hey why didn't you do you always do that why don't you do that anymore? 
that can be hard. That can be hard when you like you're serving and you're giving. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I say you just got to stick with it. And I think that both of your attitude. And I've, I have said this before on the podcast. I will say it again. It used to irritate me that you would go and make a big breakfast. And a lot of times, because you had to run off for a meeting, you would leave your pan in the sink. And I'm like, wash his pan. And I literally had to have an attitude change. And when he does, he does things for me. He does things for me all the time. Why can't I wash his pan? What's the big deal? And when I made that change, that conscious change, and not being resentful, not like sitting there going, washing the stupid pan for him, but it was, I am happy to wash this pan. He does so much for me and our family. Why can't I wash his pan? Then you started in with, now you wash your pan 95% of the time because it's like this, it does seep over. So it's... It, the, the acts actually improve the relationship yes. overall and your attitude towards it. And everything kind of builds up together. Right. I love it. Okay, so Darren already mentioned this, but remember you can't change anyone but yourself. Now that's hard, especially if you feel like you're the one. I, like I'm working. I'm really, not the selfish one. Yeah, I'm working right. really hard. I'm doing all these changes, and I'm seeing nothing in return. That can be hard. So we're going to give you some some tips on how you can do this. So work on you, and keep the com- communication open about what you are learning. So I like this in the article. It's like you can drop little things, like um, things you're learning about yourself. Like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, as you're changing and becoming an unselfish person, maybe you drop some little... I feel so much better when... Yes, right. I don't think about myself all day long. Right. And drop these these subtle hints. That wasn't and, that subtle. And but. even... and Well, and, and, and talk about it openly. Actually, it doesn't even have to be a hint. Like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. How I feel like I'm, I'm changing. And you know, what have you noticed? You know what I mean? Don't, don't. Oh, I like that. Yes. Turn it, turn it around. Turn it around. What have you, have you noticed any changes in me? Not haven't noticed any changes in you, but right. <laughs> That's not going to work. But hey, have you noticed any, changes? what do you think about those changes? Like that. Um, improve yourself. And if you are happy, your spouse will follow. That's kind of what we just talked yeah. about. So work on yourself. Thinking of your needs and standing up for your morals or values is not selfish. What makes you who okay. you are. So this goes on not becoming a doormat. Yes. Right. Right. You can still be strong. You can still stand up for what you believe in. Right. But, you know, in, in, a, in a way that doesn't make you a doormat and not selfish. Right. Yeah. Um, you also have to stand up for your actual needs like time alone. You don't want to lose yourself in your marriage. So, and you know, time alone, or you like, you want to go on a walk by yourself, or you don't have to spend 24 seven with your spouse. We all know that we need time apart. We need our own interest, and our own hobbies. So you don't have to lose yourself in trying to become an unselfish person. That makes sense. That's right. Well, could, well, yeah, I, I guess that's fine. Fine. This is where things get slippery though, right? Where, if you're looking for reasons to get out away from your spouse all the time, 
That can be a problem. Of course. Of course. Yeah, you've got to find things to do together and then have those things on your own. On your own. And then this last one I want to talk about for a minute. Self-care is not selfish, meaning, you know, if I need to go, you know, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to go read a book outside for 20 That's great. That's not selfish. That's care of yourself. But if you go get a pedicure without me, that's selfish. <laughs> No, it's not. But yes, it is. Do I like not pedicures. take your self care too far. We have seen this well, time explain, and time explain again. Explain what that means. It means that you are neglecting your spouse or your kids or your job or your whatever it is, your responsibilities, because I got to take care of me. I mean, we have responsibilities. We have 10 kids. We are married. We have bills. We have house. We. You have responsibilities. And so you can't just go, uh, I just got to take care of me all the time. No, no. Well, because that actually makes you more. Yes, that's not what, that's, no, that's not what self-care is about. Self-care is, is being aware and go, you know what? I'm starting to get a little overwhelmed. I need, you know, today I'm going to take 10, 20 minutes or an hour. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to go on a walk. But just, I, I we have seen this. And I yeah, both have yeah, seen this. Have. People take it too far and start neglecting. And they start looking inward. This is where things get really yeah. difficult. If self-care does not mean self-selfishness, if you're looking always internal to yourself. I found myself, uh, when I've gone through hard times, there's a tendency to want to move into the, I need to take care of myself. But I found best medicine for me to take care of myself is to actually serve others. That is true for all. All right, should we get into the quiz? All right, here it is, people, the big quiz. There are nine questions on this quiz. Okay, are we, gonna, are we both going to answer these? Uh, yeah. Okay, how often do you tell your lover or spouse about what they should do? So Never. Tell them about what they should do. Never. So A, all the time, B, only sometimes, C, very rarely, and D, never. Now, we actually have the link to this quiz. If you go there, you actually answer it on the site. And at the end, it will tell you how selfish you are. Yeah. <laughs> so check it out on our, on our, um, on our website, yeah. uh, wheresthelemonade.org. Yes. So you can, you can see how selfish you are. You're not sure. Okay. So I said never. Is that true? Do you think that's how right? How often do you tell your spouse about what they should do? You don't ever tell me what I should. Oh, I do. You do? Very rarely. Since you've been sick, I've been saying, Oh, yes. You need to eat. Yes. You need yes, to eat. You do. Because you, you won't do. eat if. No. You also always say, If you tell me I should do something, that I'm going to do the opposite. Stubborn you, personality. You think about doing the opposite. Yes, but I don't actually do no, the opposite. Yes. I don't ever. Well, maybe not ever, but 99% <laughs> of the time I think about because that's just, I don't know why that's my gut reaction when someone says you should do this. I'm like, oh, really? You're the, you're the baby of the really? family. Really? You're going to tell me what to do? I know. That's very. I'm you're sure. the baby of the family. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah. all the youngest always So, say. okay. So now I need to answer it. How often right. do I tell you what you should um, I very rarely or never things that you very, should yeah, do. Very, very rarely. There are things that I want you to do, like around the house, right? I mean, there's always things that I'm like, oh man, I wish you had time to do this, but I don't tell you. That's why I'm getting my PhD, so I don't have time to do that. That is true. The there is no time to do anything around the house. Okay, so number two, 
to accept your mistake after fighting with your partner. So yes, no, only when I'm at fault and sometimes when the fight is too big. I would say yes. Do you? Now, and I would say yes, I do too. But just so no one on here thinks that we're like, oh, we're the perfect couple. We are not. This is this may not be, we may not accept our mistake right after the art. It may take some time. Yeah, it may. I mean, we're not just like, but we are, we're both good at, at coming back and saying, yeah. I'm sorry, but it might be the next day. Not at first, though. Not, not when at we first. first got no, no, no. Had some rough, rough time. But we've gotten better at it. We've worked on it. But it, that's interesting. Sometimes when the fight is too big, do you? Uh, Which I get that. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Where it's like, you know what? This is getting out of control. This is getting out of hand. Let's just let's just chill it. Yep. I'll just say my fault. Yep. 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 Okay. Number three. Do you have the habit of dominating your partner? Yes, because I enjoy it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, there's some other yes. issues. If that's yes. the answer is Woo! yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, only sometimes when I get jealous, I think dominating the partner is not a good thing. And no, I never want to control. I think that's a lie. If anyone, everyone wants to have a little. Yeah, well, of course. I think I think it's probably C. Yeah, I think dominating the partner is not a good. Thing. Yeah, it's not a good thing. It's but not a good thing. Sometimes you f- you want some control in your right. life. Right. Yes. Be a free for all. Okay. Four. Are you happy being a selfish lover? That's. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Are you happy? Okay. Um. Oh, it's I all love, about it's love, all about you. Yeah, I love the answers. Yes, I love it. <laughs> B, I'm not a selfish lover. C, no, not at all, and I like it. So, <laughs> I was gonna say D. Let's just go with D and move on to the next question. All right. <laughs> you, you guys can comment on that on on our on our blog. That'd be interesting. Oh, that's funny. Okay, five. Do you have the habit of deciding the place to go on dates? Yes, because I like doing it. Uh, I pick the dating place sometimes, or no, I don't have this habit. So I think yeah. this is a this is loaded. Yes, I because I like doing it. It might be yes because my spouse doesn't care. Right? Yeah, that's true. Or yeah, I don't want. I mean, we have friends where one of them doesn't. They just that's just too much. They don't want to make the decision. They've been making decisions all day at work or whatever, and so they're like, you know what? I just want someone else to decide. So sometimes that's okay, right? All right. So maybe be on yeah. that one. Yeah. All right. Right. Suppose that you have a strong desire to have sex, but your partner doesn't. What will you compel my partner to have sex anyway? Try to seduce my partner. Uh, that's a piece of good one. Yeah. Drop the plan because having their consent is important. Wait for my partner to come. I like B because it's showing initiative. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Try and seduce your partner. Yeah, and if it doesn't, if they're, you know, if whatever. Put some what, spice back in the marriage. Yeah, but don't, you know, obviously never. Um, okay, seven. Do you like listening to your partner's opinion? <laughs> I didn't read this one. Yes, of course. Most of the time. No, I don't pay much attention to their opinion. Or I prefer ignoring their ideas because they are never good. <laughs> Where's he? Is he in there? There's not a fifth option. Yeah, I would say. I would say most of the time. I would say most me. of the time. It's not all the time because sometimes you don't want to have your strong opinion. Or, you know what I mean? There are certain subjects where you are most definitely D for me. 
I prefer prefer ignoring their ideas because they are never good. Yeah, there's a couple things. There's a couple topics that we talk about that you're like, nope. <laughs> and like, does that bother you? No. Okay. I mean, I'm used to it now. Okay. <laughs> I I don't try and change. I don't try I, and change you I, because you're not going to try and change I, me. I so. beat you down on that, but no, you're right. No, we, because we've just we've talked about it enough. Yes. And you're hoping that I'll change. Yes, you know what? You're right. We do have a few topics that we just yeah. go. Let's just agree to disagree, and, and, and they come up every once in a while, yep. and we and we we just uh, we check real quick. Have you changed on that one? No, no. Nope. Yep. All okay. righty, then let's just keep on going. Keep on going. Yep. <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want you to change your opinion. In that case, I don't. I just want you to understand my opinion. Okay, I would say I'm the same, but I do yeah. want you to change. I know you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I do want you to see where I'm coming from, but I also I, want you to change your I opinion. I absolutely see where you're coming from. <laughs> okay. And you're hey. coming from shaky ground, woman. <laughs> okay. Hey, do you have the habit of putting your needs before your partner? Well, you know what? I mean, the answers are yes, not at all. Sometimes I do. And I always put the needs of my partner first. I think that... I think it's sometimes I do. I think it's sometimes. Yes. Like, I don't think anyone can say, I always put the needs of my partner first. Um, These are kind of... These are very self-reflective type things. You're like, well, maybe I need to do that more. Right. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone's going to say, not at all. Right. Yeah. If you do, then I don't know. Once again, yeah. Are you empathetic? Empathetic? It's the same. No, it's the same, right? No, empathic. I'm an empath. Empathic. All right. Anyway, do you have empathy? Let's just go with that. Do you have empathy towards your partner? Yes, of course. Most of the time, no. I was, I had empathy earlier, but not now. (laughs) Once I got to know them more. (laughs) That's funny. I like that answer. Oh my goodness. So this is this is really saying, can you feel? Where your spouse is coming. Right. And you and our counselor used to call this get in the trenches. Get in the trenches. Yep. Get in the trenches with your spouse. If they're trying to get into what they're going. All right, so how do we do on our quiz? What do you think? Good. All right. That that's it. We did good. No, it was fun. I liked it. All right. Well, hopefully you guys take the quiz. Again, go look at our blog and click on it. Uh, we only listed nine questions, but the tenth question out there for you to take a look at. Yes, there is. We left it off. <laughs>
see these little black dots. And I'm like, all over. What are those black dots? And the black dots are moving. We had fleas all over us. There was fleas at the switch. I don't know why. We were on concrete. We weren't on grass. We were on concrete. It's at a pool. By a chlorinated pool. Yes. And there was fleas. And the boys had told us where their stuff was across the pool. They were like, yeah, there's fleas over there. And I was like, that's weird. And and their stuff was over by the field. Yes. So we thought, okay, we'll stay away from the field. No, we we were covered in. So the lemonade was we got to watch our boys swim and the lemons... Just like last time, the lemons came after the lemonade. Oh, there you go. If you like today's episode, give us five stars on iTunes, Spotify, Google. And head to Facebook and like us. And check out our blog at wheresthelemonade.org. Where you can leave questions and comments. But most of all, go out and make some lemonade. You betcha, baby. Mm -hmm.